0: From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Ilya Meritz, in for Charlie Herman. Ever since he was sworn in as president, Donald Trump has been talking about doing a solid for America's auto industry. He wants to roll back stricter standards for carbon dioxide emissions, standards that were announced by President Obama back in 2010. The auto industry has been griping about those standards ever since. A trade group wrote in a letter to the Environmental Protection Agency, quote, even under the EPA's optimistic estimates, The automotive industry will have to spend a staggering $200 billion between 2012 and 2025 to comply. Now the Trump administration is preparing to take the first steps to undo those stricter efficiency rules. Bloomberg News declared if Trump's plan sticks, it could be his biggest regulatory rollback. So here's a surprise. The car industry is not revving its engines. In fact, in Detroit, there's a distinct air of anxiety. Let's find out why. My guests today are Maxine Jossilow. She's a reporter for e and News. That's an online publication covering energy and the environment. She joins us via Skype. And we're also joined by Ryan Bean, auto regulations and policy reporter at Bloomberg News. Welcome to Money Talking, Ryan and Maxine.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: So, Ryan, what happened here? I thought car manufacturers wanted looser emission standards, wanted more freedom to make the cars they think people will buy. Are they changing their minds? They do want that,
2: but they wanted to walk a fairly narrow line to achieve that goal. What the industry has been saying consistently is that the Obama standards are out of step with what the market actually wants. They have said that they will cost more both for the companies in terms of uh, technology costs and for consumers in terms of higher sticker prices than the Obama agencies What they didn't anticipate was that the Trump administration would take that message and run with it to the point where not only do they face the likelihood that the administration will propose a complete flatlining of carbon dioxide standards after 2020, but also a potentially lengthy and uh, very uncertain legal war with the state of California. And they don't want that. It casts their planning efforts under a great deal of uncertainty. And uncertainty is bad for business.
0: So, Maxine, if this rollback does happen, how much dirtier would that make our air? How much would it warm the planet?
1: This rollback is going to be really consequential for the climate because transportation recently eclipsed the power sector as the country's largest source of carbon dioxide. And so if these standards are flatlined at 2020 levels through 2026, which is what's expected to be in the Trump administration's forthcoming proposal, that will lead to a great deal more emissions and air pollution. And
0: can you explain exactly what the next steps are for the EPA if it does in fact move ahead with this rollback of the standards?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The EPA and NHTSA, which stands for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, they both have jurisdiction over these rules. And together, once they come out with this proposal, they'll solicit public comment on it. They're expected to get an earful from the public, from automakers, environmentalists. And then as the rulemaking process progresses, it'll sort of coalesce into a final proposal.
0: And Brian, you mentioned that the thing here that the auto industry really has a problem with isn't so much the lower standards, it's the likelihood of litigation, possibly coming from the state of California, which right now has the authority to set its own standards. Why does the Trump administration want to take that away? And what's California's argument?
2: It's become pretty clear that the Trump administration, or at least a lot of the folks within it, sort of feel like California has no real business writing what they consider to be de facto national fuel economy policy and emissions policy. The idea is that by having this sort of unique power amongst the states to establish rules that are more stringent than the federal governments, it raises the bar and it sort of creates a de facto national standard. So if they fail to remove California from the equation, It will essentially undermine the potency of this rollback because you would still have California and the dozen states that currently follow the California vehicle pollution standards.
0: So whichever way this goes, whether it's the lower standards or the higher standards or prolonged litigation, what's the impact on consumers? If I'm thinking of buying a car in the near future, what should I be thinking about?
2: That's actually a little less clear. You know, on the one hand, if automakers have dramatically easier carbon dioxide and uh, fuel efficiency requirements, they could stall investment on more fuel efficient technologies. So you could see a slowdown in the rate at which fuel economy has been improving over the last several years. I mean, now the Honda CRV has a highway fuel economy rating of 35 miles per gallon. That's higher or very close to what the Honda Accord used to get uh, roughly 10 years ago. So, these regulations have had a very meaningful impact for consumers in terms of their pocketbooks and the amount of money that they spend on gasoline. At the same time, it's not entirely clear that car makers will just put the brakes on investment in new technologies. You have to keep in mind that the auto industry is a very, very global industry, and Europe... And China, the world's largest auto market, are all moving in a direction that's, you know, in line roughly with what the Obama standards currently are.
0: So if we zoom out from this question of miles per gallon, there's some other forces buffeting the auto industry right now. One of them is President Trump and tariffs. Trump has been threatening new duties on auto imports, though he seemed to back off that somewhat this week in conversations with the Europeans and then secondly, electric vehicles are really making advances. Tesla is taking orders now for the Tesla 3, which is a model that starts around $35,000. It seems like an exciting, if sort of unsettling, time for the auto industry. Maxine? Maxine?
1: I think one thing that's really interesting is that when you look at the public statements of the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers, they've been very vocal about opposing the tariffs, saying that it'll hurt their bottom line, it's not good for the economy or their companies, but then when you look at their public statements on this fuel efficiency rollback, they've been a lot more mum sometimes. And then with regard to electric vehicles, automakers have argued that consumers just aren't buying electric vehicles in the numbers that are necessary to help meet the standards. And that's one reason they initially pushed the Trump administration to loosen these standards. Right now, they currently represent about 1% of all new vehicles sold
0: Maxine Joselow is a reporter for ENE News and Ryan Bean is an Auto and Regulations reporter at Bloomberg News. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. I'm Ilya Meritz. This is Money Talking from WNYC.